Dagny, the most horrible thing happened this morning, and I don't want to talk about it to where everyone can hear about it, but I'm going to anyway. I was taking uh, my online class that I've been taking, and yes. I had to go to the restroom, and I didn't want to miss anything, so I just turned off my camera, and I ran to the bathroom. And when I got to the bathroom, my earbud fell out of my ear and into the toilet. Now, it's fine. It is a little oh, waterproof, no. but it later will probably have to go back in my ear, and I don't know how I feel about that. I say you burn it. I just had that fear moments ago because I don't usually wear these my AirPods to the I have AirPods, everybody. Don't don't forget. Ooh, Dagny has AirPods. Uh, <laughs> uh one for I think my right ear is shaped a little different than my left because it tends to fall out. And also it's not always the most comfortable just on the okay, right side. Okay, this is crazy. Um, we must be and related. I had to catch it. We have because it was yeah. my, it's my right ear. It always falls out of my right ear. Mom, right? Dad, are your ears <laughs> fucked up? Did you give us these fucked up ears? Actually, yes. Dad has that weird ear, ear hearing thing where he hears ringing. Well, yeah. Where he gets. But that's because vertebra. that's because he yeah. worked at worked on jet airplanes in his twenties, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah if you guys, if damage. guys, if you ever get into a fight with our father, just whistle really high pitched, and he'll get dizzy <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our dad's a big fighter. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> Really gets into duels pretty often. Oh, wow. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter where you're listening, welcome to The Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm one of your hosts. Hey, I'm Billy. And that's my other host, my sister. Dagny. Dagny. Was that, was that energetic enough this time? I just, I, 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 think, I think maybe you could say more words than just Dagny because I do so much talking for the intro and then you're just like, and then you're gone. You could be like, I remind you, you told me to stop saying my last name. I, I have more options to say. You could just continue say, my name. Hi, I'm Dagny. Hi, it's me. You also said, uh, said no matter where you're listening. And I know you're trying to do a thing where you say no matter when you're listening. So did I say where? You're self-conscious about that. This whole did. episode is a wash. <laughs> Everything's gone. Everything's uh, bad. I know you're going to go back and listen to it and be upset. So I'll just tell you now so you don't have to. No, I wouldn't stress. notice. Are you kidding? I will. I, whenever I listen back to my own voice, I have no way of like hearing what I'm saying. It just blurs out. <laughs> yeah. I tune it out. Your voice, not mine. I always listen to my voice. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh boy. Billy, I had a big day yesterday. Okay. Um, this is also this is gonna lead into the things I'm gonna talk about. Very cool. But one, I know we try not to dwell on Miss Rona, um, but I got my first dose of vaccine yesterday. My arm is very sore. Ooh, congratulations. Um, shout out to epilepsy. <laughs> get to get that vaccine. Um, you know, use it in our favor when we can. Also, I don't know. This it, it felt safe. I was hesitant about doing this, but I went to a movie theater. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, I went and saw a movie. Um, it felt very safe. It honestly, when it was at AMC Sunset, and uh, it smelled like cleaning solution in the theater, and it, I honestly love the smell of bleach and cleaning supplies. Weird. So I walked in and I was like, "This is nice." And there was maybe ten people in the whole. See, my headphone just fell out of my right ear. Dear Lord, curse. Okay. <laughs> Um, so uh but i saw nobody which is um bob odenkirk uh, bob odenkirk's john wick (laughs) (laughs) Um, i knew nothing it's taken it's john wick it's yes yeah my boyfriend and his roommate were like let's go see a movie and i said okay i guess Uh, we'll be crazy and do it and it seemed fine um i i'm not saying this movie's bad i'm saying it was fun um the the fight scenes were all very fun there especially the last one the store i mean we're trying to stay optimistic because overall i did enjoy it i had a good time i just don't think the story was super solid it was kind of all over the place but it did what i wanted to do which was like stupid fun like silly reasons for him to fight um and yeah, overall yeah. it's a fun movie. I don't I say if like I just hit myself in the face with my uh sweatshirt um elastic. Anyway, wow. uh for your first movie back to a theater, I would say maybe pick something more inspiring. I don't know, something that you're more <laughs> passionate about. But I did have a really good time. Um I it's did. more of one that maybe you watch after it's in after it comes out. Yeah. But also if you're into I I do love John Wick and I had a good time. Um it's pretty it's like 
more violent than I expected because I knew nothing about it. And it's pretty damn, they get into it. It was good. I saw, I saw the trailer when it was first announced and I thought, okay, this looks fun mostly because I love Bob Odenkirk doing stuff outside of his wheelhouse, which is basically his whole career for the past 10 years. He's like me, a dramatic actor winning Emmys. Yes, Bob Odenkirk. Thank you for Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. Um, uh, But yeah, it just very felt like, 10 years later, we're going to make another Taken with a different actor. It very much, I was like, I know yeah. what, I know what this is going to be right off the bat. Um, I haven't seen Taken, but um, I don't, I think it, you would be surprised that it is relative. I'm not going to say that. I haven't seen Taken. I'm talking out of my ass. I don't, <laughs> maybe it is the same movie. Who knows? Um, you would, but you should check it out. Um, it was, it was overall a fun time. Cool. Not my favorite action movie I've ever seen, but for a first movie back in a theater, it was a good time. And did you just um, did you just like walk to your car and just cover yourself in hand sanitizer, just head to toe, all yeah, the way Yeah, Danny down. DeVito, always sunny style, <laughs> rolling around in hand Clean. sanitizer. Um, Clean. And then, yep, <laughs> have to be pure. Uh, I love Always Sunny. One day I'll talk about Always Sunny on this podcast because I have a, a deep passion for that show. I love it so much. Uh, and it wouldn't be an episode without me talking about a TV show. Uh, good Girls came back. Good Girls, I have a few things. Also, the writing in this show I don't think is fantastic, but the concept is just very fun of these three women. That's Retta's show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Christina Hendricks and mm-hmm. uh, Mae Whitman. Yes, uh, I love right? Mae Whitman. Yes. yes. Yeah, she's Katara great. herself. Yeah, yeah. So they're all they're they're all very good. I I've had conversations with a few friends where we think the writing is a little loosey goosey. It's not the best, <laughs> but. Just these women printing money and, you know, being criminals, but also raising their families. And it's all they're doing it. It's like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like they're doing it for the for good reasons. But, you know, it's still a crime. I, um, one day I'll have a big deep dive on on Breaking Bad and why how much I love it. And I love it so much, but also what it was like when it was airing live and all the straight boys thinking Walter White was some sort of role model. And I'm back and there. Yeah, he's and, a hero. Yeah, and I'm back I'm there in kidding. season two, just like this piece of shit. I hate him so much. And they're like, "Hey, Skyler's a bitch, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, I hope you don't get a girlfriend anytime soon." Wow. <laughs> Skyler was in the right the entire show, and I stand yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. Skyler's the moral center of that show, and she's only wrong in yeah. season five, straight up, yeah. <laughs> when everything's yeah. falling to shit. Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> I have, a, I have yeah, a I have a grand doing? new show. Literally, I think per, I mean by the time this episode comes out, it'll have been out for like a week and a half. Um, uh-huh. The boyfriend and I started watching the Amazon Prime animated series Invincible, based off oh, of the I comic book of series Invincible by is it Robert Kirkman? Am I crazy? Yes, Robert Kirkman, who's a I mean Walking Dead comic book, comic book, comic book. Um, mm-hmm. So Invincible, just it's uh, what I really like about it is it's. Um, it is a cartoon and it looks like the old DC comics cartoons. Um, but okay. it is very violent and very much aimed at adults. Um, here's an old comic book cover just Fine. to show you Dagny. Cause this is great for me because I was a big comic book nerd, but invincible mm-hmm. was something where I, like I just knew of the um, like I'd seen the cover before at the comic book shop or I'd seen like the graphic novel published, but I never read it. So now I'm watching the TV show right now with like no spoilers which is mm-hmm. great. So this is Invincible. To the oh, everyone listening at you. home, Google Google Invincible, and it's the first image. There we go. Um, Blue and yellow. Yeah. So basically, uh, uh, it's a world where superheroes exist. It's very much like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is just the DC universe with the names changed. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, because I think at the time it was Image Comics. It was published by Image Comics, and now I think DC owns the character, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And the main character is Mark, who is played by Stephen Ewan uh, uh, of The Walking Dead and also Tukum Birdie. Tukum Birdie. <laughs> um, uh, and Mark is 17 years old and his father is Omni-Man, who is basically this universe's Superman. Of all the superheroes in this world, he's the most ridiculously overpowered. And Mark... In the very in the very first episode, his dad's like, "Hey, and when you'll get your powers?" And Mark's like, "Yeah, whatever." And then he like goes to his bedroom, and Omni Man talks to his wife, and is like, "Oh, he should his powers should have shown up by now because he's half human and half whatever." Gotcha. Long story short, he gets his powers and starts training with his dad, and then Mm -hmm. um, uh, the end of the first episode is insane, batshit crazy, ultra violence, and sets up this conspiracy that I am really excited about. 
Um, and I can't okay. Google it. I can't Google anything about this show because the comic book <laughs> series is 19 years old. So like it's all the plots all there somewhere. Um, yeah. But just to uh, a little bit, a little bit of, of pitching. Um, where's the cast? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Stephen Ewan. Yes. Main character. Omni-Man mm-hmm. is J.K. Simmons. Absolutely. Oh, um, love it. Other cast that we've got all over the place. I mean, Seth Rogen, Mark Hamill, Jason Manzukis. His mom is oh, Sandra O. Wow. Oh. His gay best friend is Andrew <laughs> Rannells. Um, it's just the cast is just bonkers. Um, That's awesome. It's really, really cool. Uh, I really recommend it. And they also do this really stupid thing where every single mm-hmm. episode they say the name of the show because it's his superhero. His superhero name is Invincible. That's what he settles on. Yeah. But the first time they say it in every episode, they don't let anyone say it. Like in the like in the first episode, like 35 minutes in, when he gets his costume, they're like, who are you? He goes, I'm. And then it just shows the title card that says Invincible. And like, That's literally late- what happens in Nobody, too, at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do it every episode. Like in one episode, nice. they're like, <laughs> they're like, hey, you can't live forever. Nobody's. And then it just pops up with the title card. <laughs> And it makes me laugh every time, but um, that's really fun. It's forty minutes long. The episodes are like like drama length episodes. It's animated like the '90s Batman cartoons oh, yeah. a little bit. There, it's not you know, yeah. but the animation's pretty good. Uh, the cast is amazing, and um, it's released weekly on Amazon Prime. So only the first by the time this episode is out, I think four episodes will be out, and then it's out every week. Sweet, I loved it. We that's we awesome. marathoned the first three episodes in one sitting, and now I woke up the next morning. And he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to watch more Invincible, which I never marathon shows, but can't because it's weekly, which I do for the record, streaming services. Weekly releases are better than dropping the whole series at once. Just, just, this is my hardcore opinion. Sorry, Netflix. WandaVision was so nice because of that. WandaVision, The Mandalorian. um, um, Going back a few episodes, The Expanse is released weekly when it's on Amazon Prime. The Expanse on Amazon Prime, the show not watched by Dagny. My favorite show, but it's fine. Uh, I'll watch it. Also, just really quick before we bring in our guest, since you mentioned Superman, uh, I watched a movie recently with Henry Cavill, and it wasn't the Zack Snyder cut. I haven't cut out four hours of my life yet to Me watch neither. that. But uh, just want to pitch again to anybody who hasn't seen it. Mission Impossible is so good. I, I watched Fallout for the I first time. You've never seen these. <laughs> he was, that, should, that movie was so good. Anyway, yep. anybody who hasn't watched Mission Impossible... Highly recommend it. You I mean, I've seen him. I've seen out. him in the suit doing this in the trailer, but also like I've seen The Witcher, and he can crush my head between his thighs. It's fine. He's very, very good in this, and uh, <laughs> I just dismissed that, that what you said. Um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, this is it's the. I didn't realize this was the movie that they uh, had to green screen out his um, mustache for. Which honestly, the mustache does add to his character in Mission Impossible. Superman, um, sorry, in in um uh. Uh, the show I was talking about, in Invincible, Omni Man, mm-hmm. played by J.K. Simmons, has a full mustache, and just Hell like yeah. they should have just when it, when Superman comes back, he's just like grown a mustache while he was dead. Like just they could have just done it. Mm-hmm. Superman with a mustache would make him hotter. I'm just saying. I love it. He looked so good in Mission Impossible. Oh my god! Fallout specifically. Anyway, I think it's time. We've I talked think it's time. quite a bit. I um, think Billy, would you like to introduce our guest? I would. This is a dear friend of mine. I've known him for over a decade now. Isn't that insane? Wow, <laughs> he's making faces. Um, very, very funny man. Welcome to the stage. It's Mr. Dylan Horner. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm really good. Yeah, everything's good. It's uh, it's gorgeous. I'm here in Texas right now. The weather's just like uh, completely beautiful. And not- were you? I mean, not to bring it down, but were you there for the winter nonsense? For the, the I the, was. Yeah, everything yeah. was fine on my end though because cool. uh, we didn't we didn't really lose power or anything like that, and so it all worked out. But um, nice. it was a lot of fun. I got to look outside, and be like, oh, that's that's kind of what's going on right now. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're there for some Texas history, honestly. I mean, it that was, was... It was wild. That. When it started, I was like, okay, it's but great. Texas, like, because uh, Dagny and I grew up in Texas, so it was like, it's mm. North Texas, so we would get snow at least once a year, maybe twice a year if you were lucky. So when it started, I was like, okay, it's but it, it's it's going to be hard for people, but it's just snow. And then I saw satellite footage of snow on the beach in Galveston, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> that Galveston I, hasn't had snow crazy. in like 80 years. <laughs> We uh we live about I'd say probably like five minutes from a grocery store and it took me uh an hour and a half two hours to get to the store and back. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yes, it was like the amount of people on the road that were just like 
everything was iced over. Everyone was like going 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Was, like, what, <laughs> what is, what is going on? <laughs> so, it was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Boy. Well, but, you know, we just hold up and uh, blanket it up for like a week and a half. So it was great. Nice, nice, nice. Do you you remember our freshman year when um when Oklahoma City got completely and utterly shut down by that massive ice storm and uh, snowpocalypse? Yes. The the first the first the actually the only the real the only real snowpocalypse we had all four years. Every other year they were like it's snowpocalypse and it's like this is nothing. That freshman year shut the city down. It was, it was great. But also Oklahoma just gotta tell gotta tell the state itself right now if they're listening. Uh, it snows every year. You seem to forget every year that it snows. Prepare for it. We had a, just get some salt. Like be ready because it happens every year. We had a, a teacher, um, Dylan and I. She was our lighting teacher, and I ve- I specifically remember her saying, "Every year, Oklahoma City has a ma- major ice storm, and every year, Oklahoma City acts like it's never happened before." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just so oh my god, what is this? What's going on right now? <laughs> Whoa. The only state I've ever hydroplaned in because they were not prepared. Over by Penn Square Mall, slid through an intersection. I was fine. <laughs> Shout out Penn Square Mall. Woohoo! Yeah. Penn Square. Wow. <laughs> Well, All right, well, I want to get into it. Dylan, uh, yes. I am assuming you've listened to this, so you know the whole shabby, sh- yes. sh- oh my god, my brain, the whole shablam something. The shablam, uh, but shablam. I want to know shablang, shabloom. What did you bring in for us today? Uh, I brought in one of my favorite movies of all time. It is uh, a movie from the mid 2000s. It stars Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Uh, It is a little movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, It is just truly one of my favorite things of all time. Um, It is a detective movie. Sort of, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, but it's also a comedy. It's like a comedy noir thing. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, Robert Downey Jr. famously has been like, yeah, this is the movie that got me Iron Man because John Favreau called me after he saw it and was like, you're perfect. I want you in this. And oh, so, and oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. The, uh, just to jump a little bit, the boyfriend and I are in the process of rewatching the Marvel movies very slowly. Ooh, okay. And Excellent. we, two, two nights ago, watched Shane Black's Iron Man 3. And this is directed yes. by Shane Black as well. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah, this was his uh, directorial debut. Shane Black is a um, screenwriter. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, how he, that's how he got his start. He wrote uh, Lethal Weapon, the first second and fourthly the weapon movies um that was his big thing he's famous for selling the long kiss goodnight which is like an action movie with gina davis and samuel l jackson from the early 90s he sold that for four million dollars which was famously the record for like the most expensive screenplay ever sold and so he just did this he like had this run of scripts that he just sold on the open market he created bidding wars and just sold them on the open market like back to back to back for these record-breaking sums and so he just makes a yeah, ton of money selling these action <laughs> movies. Um, but one of the cool things is he has, he's got like a whole bunch of weird things that he puts throughout his movies. And so one of them is most of them are set around Christmas, like Lethal Weapon, set around Christmas, all that. And so Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Man... is also famously around Christmas. So, I forgot Iron Man 3 is all set during Christmas. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, it's like he, it's one of those things he puts throughout all of his movies. And I guess he said in an interview, he's like, I don't know, it's one of those time periods where you just kind of always want to stop and reflect on life. And he goes, so he just gives me a leg up with the audience because if I just said it at Christmas or the holiday season, they are just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like I'm in this like really warm heart space now and everybody's going to be more receptive to my movies. <laughs> so I'm like, that's, that's pretty actually, smart, buddy. Very yeah. smart, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I didn't, I've never caught on to that. So, Maybe this year for Christmas, I'll do a Christmas movie marathon of just all of his movies. <laughs> exactly. Just see what happens. Christmas of love, actually, and all movies those. Yeah. like, mwah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't so do, Dylan, better. Dylan, I think I speak for me and Dagny. Uh, other than the title of this movie, I know nothing about it. I didn't even know Robert Downey Jr. was in this movie oh, until excellent. I googled it when you. Oh my god! And then I. Okay. Yep. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, you were just... you were right to assume, Billy. I know the title of this movie and very generic knowledge. I did know Robert Downey Jr. was in it, but um, so Dylan. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to break it down for us. Um, break, if it, you break, can. It, break it down. And I, I feel like it's old enough now that you can spoil it and listeners cannot 16, get angry. It's been at us. 16 years. We can spoil it. I, okay, I think you can fair. spoil it. I will. I'll uh, tell you. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'll leave some for the imagination, but yeah, I'm going to break down pretty much the first <laughs> half. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, 
yeah, no, I love this movie. It's um, it basically it's essentially like a love letter to old film noir, like detective novel, dime store, pulpy, like detective stories. And so mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. plays this guy named Harry Lockhart, who is essentially from New York City. He's a petty thief. And one night, right before Christmas, uh, he is stealing from a department store with his partner. Uh, the alarm goes off. They freak out. They have to run out. Um, and they get caught by this old lady in a back alley who is like, you're going to stay right here until the cops show up. Uh, everything goes wrong. They kill his partner. And when the cops are chasing him, he runs to hide and turns out running and hiding in the line for an audition for a film role. It's an open acting audition. <laughs> and so <laughs> he, he uh, walks into the audition and uh, basically trying to hide from these cops who are chasing him. He's like, ah, and the producer's like, yeah, yeah, no, he's ready. Let's go. And so he sits down and he talks and the script is essentially, you got your partner killed. He was too young. He wasn't ready. And so he freaks out and the producer's like, oh my God, he's Ron Brando. Flies him out to LA. <laughs> and so uh, the whole story starts at this LA, uh, at this, sorry, at this party in this mansion in LA. Um, and so this producer has set him up for detective lessons with a gentleman named <laughs> Gay Perry. Uh, gay Perry is a private detective uh, who, plot twist, is also gay. Um, it's played by Amazing. Bob Kilmer. He's Val incredible. Kilmer. Yes, he's incredible. Um, and so my favorite thing about this movie is it comes off at a time, um, it comes out in 2005. And so they shot in early 2004 and Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. were both essentially blacklisted by Hollywood at the time because Robert Downey Jr. had all of his, you know, drug problems and getting arrested mm-hmm. and whatnot. And Val Kilmer famously had become quote unquote difficult to work with, I guess. Uh, Marlon Brando <laughs> complained about him. <laughs> like, pretty Marlon much everybody. Brando. Yeah. Marlon yeah. Brando yeah. complained? Yeah. complained. Did, um, he's the king of yeah. being a pain Exactly. To work it's with. like if Marlon Brando <laughs> complains about you, it's, it's kind of a win though. Cause you're like, I don't know. I, I kind of made it. Marlon Brando's <laughs> complaining about me. <laughs> so. The man who refuses to memorize his lines. Oh man. Exactly. If he's complaining, incredible. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, but it, it's yeah. essentially a send-up of those. Uh, um, he goes out there. He's going to shoot a detective movie. Um, he grew up in a small town in Indiana uh, with this girl named Harmony Faith Lane, who uh, is Michelle Monaghan from the Mission Impossible movie that you were actually weirdly just talking about. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, his, <laughs> wife in, um, yeah. his wife in that movie in Fallout and Mission Impossible 3, she got that Mission Impossible 3 role, I guess, based on uh, the shooting this role and kiss kiss bang bang. Damn. This is like wow. really like launched, not launched careers, but like boosted careers. Yep. It seems yeah. like for a lot well, of these people. And it was one of those things. It was like a no budget movie. Um, it Joel Silver produced it. He was, I guess, a big. He's a, a big movie producer. It's Joel Silver is. I don't know. That sounds like a big movie producer name. But, <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds fancy. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s wife was his assistant. Uh, and nice. she was like, Hey, you've got to check the script out. And he was like, I want to do this. Can we, can we make this happen? And so they got $15 million to shoot this movie. Uh, oh my God. nobody would do their entrance or anything like that. And <laughs> Shane Jeez. Black was like, look, like there's, it's, it's so cheap. Please just let us shoot this movie exactly how we want to do it. And, uh, Joel Silver was the one who was like, okay. That's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Just take the money. Like, go for it. Do Val Kilmer. Do Robert Downey Jr. It's all good. Take it. Run. Um, and so it's essentially this detective story. Um, his This girl, Harmony Faith Lane, who is now an actress. She was in a beer commercial. Um, Harry has been in love with her since they were children. She moved out to L.A. Uh, they both loved these books, these Johnny Gossamer books, which are essentially like Raymond Chandler, dime store detective novels and everything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, they shot a movie based on those books in their town when they were young. And so Harmony moved out to LA to be an actress after that movie happened because she was like, I want to go be famous and whatnot. And uh, so her sister gets killed in Los Angeles. And she thinks, yes. And so she thinks Harry's a private detective because he is taking his detective lessons. And so she tries to get him (laughs) to solve the case of her sister getting killed. And so it's this weird kind of madcap thing. And so um, it started, yeah, Shane Black wrote it starting as a rom-com. And uh, you can kind of tell out in the first half, it's a lot mm-hmm. more like about those two characters. And then he couldn't get it made as a rom-com. And so he was like, well, let me just add all these detective elements and we'll see how these go. So it's a lot of fun. I really like it. Yeah. That's great. 
So, um, um, uh, uh, I, I love that it was only $15 million because I was looking at it that it only made, <laughs> yeah, so the budget, this is amazing. The budget was $15 million and at the box office, it made $15.8 million. Good for them. Yeah. What? That's, that is a success story. Just, just right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just enough. So. Just enough to validate the making of the movie. So That's was it? But 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 that makes me think. So when this movie came out, it was it was a success because it made its money back. But it wasn't really like a hit in any way. No, nobody really talked about it, and it was like um, I think the 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 best way to sum it up is Rod uh, Roger Ebert's review of it. He gave it two stars, and I think he called it like "Kiss Kiss Man Man" or whatever, or something like that. It was one of those, and he was like, "Did I need to see it twice? No. Do you need to see it once?" Maybe, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, it, when it just kind of, nobody really said anything about it. It kind of got passed over. Um, I, I knew nothing about it. And then mm-hmm. when I was in high school, um, I think I was a sophomore in high school, something like that. Uh, I used to go to, you know, you got to go to Blockbuster every Friday night. Um, yeah. Get, get, get your movies for the weekend. And so I remember walking around Blockbuster and the cover of it is this beautiful cover with like, it's like weird almost like psychedelic spray paint colors like i don't know it's one of those things that you're walking down the aisle and you see it and you're like oh that looks cool like what's that and so i picked it up on a whim and i saw that i was like oh like yeah exactly exactly like well (laughs) shout out kiss kiss bang bang marketing team um and so i picked it up i read the back and i was like detective story cool let's check this out and i took it home and i like laughed out loud the whole time i was like i think this is the funniest thing i've ever seen uh showed it to all my friends and everybody yeah, I just, I love it. It's, it's like picked it up on a whim out of nowhere. I had no idea what it was, watched it, and cannot recommend it. Yeah. So I'm being Yeah, a- and to be fair, ahead, people, because I've had friends talk about Kiss Kiss Bing Bing before, um, and they've never said anything negative about it, uh, which was interesting that critics like didn't necessarily love it. Maybe it's just because when it came out, but all of my friends who have ever talked about it, I, it's surprising that I haven't seen it because I have had plenty of people tell me to watch it. Um, but yeah, they've never, they've always said great things about it. So uh, Billy, what were you about to say? You, I like, got, I got curious on, on Rotten Tomatoes and it's got a great score on Rotten Tomatoes. But if you scroll back to 2005, the reviews are like 60% good, 40% bad, maybe like 30% bad. Ooh, and then, but then there's all of these reviews from like 2014 on that are exclusively good. Like people are reviewing it with hindsight. And it's just okay. good, 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 good. But yeah, if you go back to like 05, it's like good, 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 bad, good, good, bad, bad, good, good. It's like, it's <laughs> mostly good, but there's a lot, all of the bad reviews are from 2005. And yeah, when you get all the okay. people reviewing it now, they're like, thumbs up. <laughs> great job. But yeah, no, this is great. Well, I don't know. And that's that's what I've always wondered because it does seem like the movie's kind of gotten a second life in yeah. the past few years. And I didn't, I don't know. I'm like, is that because people are like, oh, Iron Man, like, let's go see all these movies that he's done in the past. And like, maybe yeah. they take this up along the way, which great. That's awesome. The more people that see this movie, that's incredible. But I wonder if it does get a more like positive eye now that they're like, oh, hey, it's Iron Man. Like, we love him. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they're like, he's not blacklisted by any means anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, hard. you're not the drug guy anymore. Now you're the superhero guy. Now you're yeah. the goddamn Iron Man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Mr. Horner, what do you yeah. think? Do you so I saw it premiered at Cannes and then it didn't do huge here. Do you know anything else oh, wow. about like the reception of it when it first came out? More than just no, uh, I know that it was well received by most critics. I know a lot of people liked it, um, and then just nobody really went and saw it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yes, did famously say John Favreau called him. I guess after this movie came out uh, and was like, hey we're doing the superhero movie he's kind of this wise ass kind of guy i i saw you in kiss kiss bang bang i think that you would be a good fit you want to come in and read for it um i gotta sell the execs on you because yeah, yeah. you know and uh, but he's, he's like i think you'd be a good fit for it but this is going to be kind of a hard sell so just like come in and read but uh apparently he saw him in kiss kiss bang bang and that's how he knew he was like that that's that's tony stark that's iron man that's a huge yeah. thing um val kilmer same thing you know he is doing a lot of like b movies and stuff like that now but he was also again famously branded hard to work with and this movie kind of (laughs) got him back into (laughs) doing stuff again i don't know he did the um uh he did that movie um the oliver stone alexander the great movie right after this Mm -hmm. i believe as well and so you know nice yeah and so it just it got him back into doing a lot of stuff 
happened. So good for him. Now, yeah. now this is really stupid. But um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang came out in 2005. Yes. What can you mm-hmm. tell me about the 2001 film Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, <laughs> which is a a British film of the same title, starring Skit Stellan Skarsgård of the of Ooh. Thor and the Avengers okay. and Paul Bettany who plays Vision. Isn't that insane? <laughs> That's actually pretty wild. Um, okay, well, what I can tell you is this film uh, it shares the same title with a Robert Downey Jr. Val Kilmer film from 2005. <laughs> 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 uh, that, that, and that, that's pretty much what I got for it. Uh, no I didn't idea. know that existed. I had no idea that existed either. That's incredible. Um, I it, it look I mean it's what I always felt too the 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 title Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is an old title like there's a movie yeah. from 1966 mm-hmm. called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and I'm sure there's more um yeah. and but uh, it's its own it's its own unique thing but yeah I sorry Isn't I was just trying musical? to get more more fun facts and it's, it was um, like, yeah this no the uh, the title is um it's from an old uh, Jean Jean Luc Goddard the French director um famously said all you need to sell a movie is uh, a poster with a girl and a gun. And so that came, that came to be a, a journalist wrote it as like, oh, all these, all these like action movies, all these B movies, they're all just kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And so it's, it's essentially what you oh. use to unquote, sell a movie in these dime store pulpy detective novels and all that stuff. They have the same sensibility. And so that's what, that's what the uh, title came from. Yeah. That's and hilarious. So the, the whole movie is broken up into chapters too. And all the chapters are named after Raymond Chandler books who essentially popularized the detective novel uh big sleep farewell my lovely all the all those mm-hmm. kind of books and stuff yeah oh very cool oh that's so fun um i have started making this thing where i ask everybody um when you saw this movie why do you think it impacted you so much can you pinpoint like a reason that it really uh like struck a chord or why you like immediately loved it um I think it was because I, I walked into it having no expectations. I, I had no idea what to expect. And also, it was one of the first times that I saw a movie that really kind of took something that I thought I knew about and really subverted all those expectations. You know, like my dad, like I grew up on like the Sherlock Holmes books and all these detective books. Yeah. And I, I knew kind of this like sort of hard boiled fiction kind of world and everything because my dad likes all that stuff and uh mm-hmm. this was the first time that it took that those kind of characters and it was like yeah so here's all those things but also like oh pull the rug out and i was like oh this is really funny <laughs> like i like yeah, this a lot. Right. yeah. so yeah i no, think that's, that's what really, it was yeah makes sense that's awesome yeah um very cool i I love that now i really want to watch it because i mean i've like i said plenty of people have told me to watch this um but now that you've like broken it down it kind of sells me more because i honestly like billy said other than well he didn't know the cast but other than the people in it i knew nothing about it i didn't even realize it was a detective movie of a sort or and that it had like a little bit of a rom-com feel it sounds very fun i can understand why you enjoyed it (laughs) it is it's very strange it's very irreverent it's not like anything I'd ever seen before. I, I yeah, just can't recommend it enough. Very much love it. Yeah. Just because it's fresh on my mind, I and and Shane Black with the the subversion of expectations. Uh, um, um, rewatching Iron Man three, I actually really respected the Mandarin twist, where I, I think do. it pissed it pissed people off when it first came out. Um, but it just like like that whole thing where he's like he's taking this old racist caricature of a villain modernizing him and then turning him into a punchline i think that's really really clever um um uh, yeah i just i was thinking about that i've seen a lot of shane black stuff but i was he hasn't done much since iron man 3 i don't think no i think the um i might be wrong on this the last one i remember him doing is the nice guys in 2016 with ryan i loved the nice guys great movie and that so the nice guys feels kind of like a uh like a spiritual successor i guess essentially to kiss kiss bang bang it's that same kind of vibe that comedic yeah. sort of like mystery solvy thing mad cappy sort of rat-a-tat thing i like i and yeah i love yeah, the nice i guys. loved nice guys that was a that, that was, was a great movie 
I mean, not to just have an opinion on everything, but the problem with Iron Man 3 is the first, is like the first 45 minutes, and um, I know this movie's old, and also all Phase 2 of Marvel is a little bit of a mess until you get to Guardians of the Galaxy, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not wrong. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, the, the first the first 45 minutes of Iron Man 3 are like, bleh, and then the rest of it's just fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I really had a good time with it. The well, other day. <laughs> while, while we're here, have you watched uh falcon and winter soldier only episode one we'll probably watch okay. episode two okay. tonight but yeah only episode yeah. one um but it's also it's that thing too where it's like they're like yeah and the first guy the falcon fought is the first guy he fought in civil war and i was like when it comes to like captain america villains if it's not red skull i don't give a shit like yeah. I, it's <laughs> it's weird because i really i really like falcon and the winter soldier i like the first episode i'm excited for it to keep going but i was like i was like oh this isn't like wandavision where I was like, give me everything about Scarlet Witch, throw in her kids, mm-hmm. make references to mutants, give me Quicksilver, give her to me. Or like Thor, like I'm obsessed with Thor. We're about to watch our next one is okay. The Dark World. I mean, that's a train wreck of a movie, but I'm still going to have fun because I yeah. love Thor. <laughs> and the Thor movies are my favorites. And where it's like, like even my boyfriend is like, um, we had we watched you know, how, how Disney Plus is doing like the Legends thing to get you like caught back up before they show up on the show. And they had, so they had like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And so we watched those. And then the other day they dropped one for Baron Zemo. And he was like, who's Baron Zemo? I was like, he's the villain in Civil War. He's the reason Civil War happens. And he was like, I do not remember him. I was like, Baron Zemo's a great villain, but yeah, 100% don't remember him at all. I don't Hilarious. remember that either. Very forgettable I in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's the, I don't he, remember that at all. Yeah, he's <laughs> after after Iron Man and, and Captain America fight, he like goes out and he's like, you think he's going to kill himself? And then Black Panther stops him and Black Panther's like, no, 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 you go to prison, fuckface. Oh, Whatever. This I became a Marvel. This became a Marvel thing. Iron Man and Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And now you know that. Uh, Marvel's everywhere right now, anyway, just because of the new shows on Disney Plus. And I'm not yeah. mad about it. I'll, I eat up all of the MCU stuff. Good for them, A Plus um, brand. I'll take more of it. Hey, we That's finally got. Yeah. Yeah. We, I'm also a little bit hyped up, even though he will, it'll take a while before he shows back up. But um, we got our first canonically gay character, which is Wanda's son, Billy. Fuck yeah. Um, he, uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Can we, if you have to cast adult Billy, I'm available. You're listening to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I just, if you're Marvel casting, if you're listening, my name's Billy. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm also gay, and I would love to be gay and magic and get married to Hulkling. It's all I want. I want my little Hulk boyfriend. Oh my god. Wow. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he is, he was the first or like the second like gay wedding in the Marvel universe when they find, when he all, he's all grown up. Well so fingers crossed. Ugh, fingers crossed. We'll get more. We'll get more of of Wanda's kids in the future. Yeah, I'll take it. It'd be so um, fun. WandaVision was a blast. Before we move on, though, hopping back to to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you feel like like um uh I love this because this definitely happened to me in college too, or even in high school. You felt like it was like a secret, like a movie no one else had heard of. <laughs> yeah. And it was like yeah. your little baby. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share about it, about about the film in general? I don't know. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, you got to go in. It's it's early two thousands. Like it's they, <laughs> it's you know hasn't aged particularly well in some in some cases. But uh, my favorite my favorite fact about it is the fact that uh, there is a scene in it where one of the characters has done a commercial and they show that commercial at one point in the background and the bear in this commercial in the background is voiced by Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I guess <laughs> it is a favor. I don't know where in his line is uh, uh, it's a beer commercial for a beer called Gennaro's and it's a bear and he goes, uh, I prefer Gennaro's, but what do I know? I'm a bear. I suck the heads off a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Lawrence Fishburne doing that. <laughs> it's an animated bear. <laughs> oh that's fun is he in any other part of the movie or is it just that no nope, he's just the bear that sucks the heads off the fish yeah. wow that's, so fun. Oh, that's great <laughs> shane black too he what's the what's the really big 90s one i'm gonna go back there's one i'm thinking of it. i can't remember not the lethal weapon Long kiss last tonight. action last, hero last action hero with arnold Schwarzenegger. yes a, yeah, a yeah. movie the movie that killed the 80s action genre even though it was smarter than all of them even though it was a parody of 80s action movies yep. no one understood it at the time and it completely bombed Mm-mm. no one but, uh, loved that's it. a 
that's a classic movie that uh, that has I think uh, uh, become a cult classic because people have revisited it and realized it's a par- It's Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a parody of Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Yes. but people thought it's it was great. supposed to be a serious Arnold Schwarzenegger film. I know a lot this, of people who in the past have, have disliked that movie who have come around on it in the last few years watching it again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also too because um, uh, 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 Bruce Willis showed up as John McClane and redefined what an action hero was <laughs> with Die Hard. <laughs> and everyone was like, we don't need we don't need Arnold Schwarzenegger with an unlimited machine gun anymore. We need a guy with bloody feet and one gun. They can feel real. Or a guy who human. does his own stunts. Yeah, and, and now we've now we've we've of an airplane and climbs a building. Right now we've gone full circle with with Tom Cruise <laughs> in Mission Impossible and and uh, Keanu Reeves in John Wick, where he's basically just a gun version. Yeah. Well, John Wick, he's like a gun ninja. I don't even know how to explain it. Like like they <laughs> he's do. So good. But it's it's I I never want to stop watching. I want I want ten John Wick movies. I am not joking. I know we're no, getting I two do. more. Yes. No, and, I love them. Yeah. Uh, I just I eat up every single one. They're well, so that good. movie did subvert expectations too, in a way, because the first one, sorry for little spoilers of the first John Wick, but my favorite thing the first John Wick does is other than the brilliant motive of the bad guys killed his dog. Now he gets to kill everybody. And we're like, yes, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. When he finally gets back up to what's his name? Greyjoy, uh, uh, Lily Allen's brother, <laughs> Alfie Allen. There we go. Alfie, Alfie Allen. <laughs> you got there. The way, and huge spoiler, but the way he kills the, basically the bad guy of the movie is so mm-hmm. he just like walks in it's one shot you don't even see the bad guy's face he just walks in shoots him in the head turns around and walks away and i was like mm-hmm. it blew my mind the first time i saw it it was such a bold so choice good. wow Ugh. wow yeah do you it's think um, like in the club in that movie so good i have wow. one last Are shane you? black question which yeah. is is mm-hmm. iron man 3 is not nearly as well regarded as the other iron man movies or even as well i don't know iron man 2 is a little iron man 2 is, iron man 2 is like yeah, pretty famously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Iron Man, is, <laughs> Iron Man Two is is way better when you're watching it as an Avengers prequel, and it's like, Smart. no, yeah, it doesn't make sense. The way to Scarlet, sell it. Yes. yeah, yeah. It's like, why is Scarlett Johansson here? It's because she's in Avengers. Okay, she has to be here. Shut up. Yeah, um, we have six uh, movies to work uh, with so far. Calm down. <laughs> I wonder if uh, I wonder if he'll ever ever be do anything Marvel again because he's got this weird kind of like '90s action aesthetic that I like that I think could be fun. Yeah, it could be not. fun. I wish. Um, I feel like I had read, also, about, I read about him having meetings with him to do something, but I I think it was one of those things that it was like it all fell apart. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't Doctor Strange, but it was something yeah like that. Mm. It was one in that era. So, but also yeah. at this point just get weirder directors make weirder movies you did it you've, you've exactly. pulled off after, yeah, like after endgame you've pulled off the impossible the whole thing can go down here well, hill from this point go weirder chloe chloe zhao's yeah. doing the immortals right or, yeah yeah i think so yeah like, that's yeah i'm like that's gonna be that's gonna be wild well, and i'm excited so. i'm excited for the weirder superhero movies because we've got um uh uh, I think she's still doing it. Ava DuVernay is doing um, the New Gods for DC, which will be crazy. That's oh, I, I did not know that. That's going to oh, be incredible. No. I'm going to have to reset my whole. Hold on, one second. I'm back. back. Okay, that was. Oh my okay? god, he's back again. <laughs> wow, what did I, what did you guys miss? What did I not say? Nothing. You just kind of posed for a second. Mm-hmm. It looked really good. Oh, uh, yeah, so I was saying the, for one second. Yeah. <laughs> the superhero thing I'm excited about is Ava DuVernay is doing the new gods for DC still. Yeah. And I'm I'm pumped for that, even though at this point, when it comes to the DC universe, you've got Birds of Prey up top, then you've got like the first Wonder Woman, and then you've got mm-hmm. like a long step, like a lot of steps down to like <laughs> Wonder Woman eighty four and Man of Steel and and then I got a couple a lot of you, and, um I, I mean i liked it aesthetically it's just like it's <laughs> you know and then you got to trip and fall all the way down the stairs and hit your head on batman versus superman and this and suicide squad i'm real <laughs> excited to hear about what y'all think about the snyder cut justice League. i have not so i've never seen i have not seen the the whedon cut is which should we call it that Ugh, <laughs> yeah the the is there is there less feet in the Snyder cut? Like what? <laughs> no, actually, weirdly, weirdly, a similar amount of feet. Yeah, similar amount of feet. Cool. Tarantino's yeah. furious. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, no, no, no. Feet, feet made a big comeback from 2017 to 19 in Hollywood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, so I so and the boyfriend has even said he says I don't want to watch the Snyder cut without being able to compare it to the original, but I don't. I want to watch the original less than I want to watch the Snyder cut. The original. And I, I was a DC kid. Yeah. What was that, Dylan? 
I was like, it's bad. The original's bad. Like, it's really, um, it's, it's really. I mean, I tried. Really I tried to watch Suicide Squad with Dagny's encouragement after it came on HBO Max, and I watched the first half, turned it off, went to bed, came back the next day, watched two more minutes, and went, I can't do this, and I turned it. I, I never also finished it. ironically recommended it to. You. I know. By I know. No means I was I like, this movie, Billy, you gotta see it. No, <laughs> I, I am pumped for. I am pumped for um uh uh James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. It mm-hmm. looks fun. It, it does. Looks fun. It's like, yeah, it's. But also, Margot Margot Robbie is carrying this universe on her fucking back, and everyone <laughs> everyone should give her more respect. She Harley is. Quinn. Honestly, they should do a multiverse movie where, like, the fo- like the thing around the multiverse is just Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Like, she's the, the, the center yeah. point, and all these parallel multiverses come off of it. Oh Birds my of Prey, god! Birds of Prey is the best thing that DC has ever done, without a doubt. Yes, yeah, it, 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 was, it was incredible. Yeah. It was the last the last film I saw in theaters before the pandemic, and I'm not mad I about do. it. Yeah, no, it's we saw it at fun. the we saw it at the uh, the Cinedome, the Cinerama Dome Ooh. on Hollywood Boulevard. So for that a final for a final movie going experience, that was not a bad one. That is a good one. Shout out AMC Burbank 16. That's where I saw it. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to hopefully hopefully we'll be able to survive my my go to movie theater Alamo Draft House downtown Los yeah. Angeles. Fingers my crossed. Yeah, my last movie was at Alamo Draft House. I saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire Ooh. at Alamo Draft House. Ooh. Incredible movie. I haven't talked about it on here before, but it's also a very quiet movie. And I ordered like wontons or something. And <laughs> no, it was like <laughs> buffalo cauliflower wings or something. And they were the crunchiest, loudest food I've ever eaten. And this movie, not a second of it is loud. There isn't a moment of well, and like, Alamo Draft House too. Scenes with no music. Yeah, you feel you just... feel like if you crunch too loud, they'll kick you out. They're like, like oh, I <laughs> you're like, it's the same things if you have your cell phone out if you're eating too loudly. But uh, yeah, Alamo Draft House. I I mean, I think they're back open in Texas, but um, yeah, yeah, they are. I, um, but I hope they open up out why. here again. I saw a promising young woman last weekend, and so it's yeah. really fun. Yeah, I really I liked it. I enjoyed it. Woman. Yeah, like I enjoyed it quite a bit. And so, yeah, I'm gonna I think try. I talked about that once. On I'm here gonna try and, and yeah, watch all the Oscar fun. movies. We'll see if I can get through them. So far, I've watched zero, so I'm doing great. You can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. But I did yeah. rewatch cool. Iron Man three. All right, Take <laughs> <Take> a rock. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Dylan, I think yeah. we've reached the point in the program where uh, we like to play a game called What a Pitch. What a Pitch is where our guest has to come up with something in pop culture, any object, a movie, a TV show, a book, a concept, album, a, 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 a zine, and then a genre. And then Dagny and I will have 30 seconds to pitch it. Dagny, who's first? I have no idea. I think you are. I think I, I am too. I went first last week. All right. Get those yeah. headphones I'm off. I'm going to go pet this dog over here cool i'm gonna do 30 seconds on the clock dylan whenever you're ready if you've got an object go for it billy i would love for you to pitch me a heist movie starring whoopi goldberg and bradley cooper playing jackson maine from a star is born dylan spoiler alert he's dead (laughs) (laughs) it's a prequel it's a prequel he made he made (laughs) sam elliott cry and then he died okay all right all right um obviously there's going to be a musical element but jackson maine cannot be the main character he wants it too badly whoopi goldberg is the lead of this movie because she is whoopi fucking goldberg all right so she plays an older computer hacker uh who used to rob who used to rob banks in the 90s um but she's retired and jackson shows up with his guitar and he's like hey look the concert's not going too well and i'm a severe alcoholic and i need some more stuff i need just more tennessee whiskey and she says great we're gonna rob a bank together um and there's a little bit of a sci-fi element just because Whoopi wants that and that's time that's that time. beautiful that was incredible um, thank you yeah yeah, thank you. I, this is so this is so stupid. Um, I have another thing to add, but it will it will give it away to Dagny, so I won't add it yet. I'll let you do it. But there's there's one other member of this cast, and I'll oh, tell you okay. who it is. Excellent. All I'm right. excited about that. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, what yeah. is it? <laughs> um, Dagny, um, what a pitch! I would like you to pitch me a uh, heist movie starring Whoopi Goldberg and. Bradley Cooper, but Bradley Cooper as Jackson Maine from A Star Is Born. <laughs> okay, <laughs> give me five seconds. 
Okay, so uh, the climax of the movie, the big heist is going to happen at the award ceremony where he pees himself. And that is all a cover. That is not. So he does that. He's pretending to be drunk. Everything else, the whole heist, it's been leading up to this moment. And they're trying to rob Lady Gaga. Think like Ocean's 8. They're trying to steal the necklace. Something along those lines. Um, And Whoopi Goldberg in the back of the scene, she's like running the whole thing. And Bradley Cooper is the distraction. Um, And the whole thing is just because... She's like, Lady Gaga's gotten so big. I'm going to help you get your career back, Bradley Cooper. That was incredible. That, well done. That, yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, just real quick, Dylan, who wins? Oh, 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 oh Daggy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 100%. Oh, really? 100 No, yeah, Daggy. Dagny. I mean, I think, I think honestly, my setup Dagny. could be the yeah. setup for Dagny's movie, but that that was a you put them together. Yes, yeah. To be fair, I only pitched you in Act Three of this movie. Well, I Dagny, I, I decided the whole thing was a prequel to A Star Is Born. The fact that you were like it's oh. happening at the same time, and Lady Gaga's a cover for this heist. Brilliant. Incredible. No, Lady Incredible. Gaga's the target. Bradley yes. Cooper is the cover. The, the only thing, Dylan, that I would add is that there is a third member of the heist team, and it's mm-hmm. Willem who's the drag queen that he signs her titties in the movie. Yes! Yeah, Willem yeah. and Shangela. Yeah, oh my so God, Willem, yeah. Willem's also in on it. Also, just because I love Willem. Willem still has that boob plate with the Jackson, and we'll do shows with the Jackson signature on the, oh, on so the boob good. plate. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Billy, am I beating you now? Am Honestly, I... you might be. I have to go do. I have to go do the tally again. But you're. You da- won have last... I won the last three? I think you won with Pandora. Pandora and I think and you won Nina. with Mina. So it's you're making a comeback. Yes, that yeah. was real bad for a while. <laughs> I've I've been able to keep my composure better recently, but I would get so nervous. But now I have some confidence behind me because I have some wins. Wow, real Cinderella story. We're, you know, uh, yes, yeah. that was Which, hilarious. I was still screaming. angry. Cinderella story starring Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Still mad. <laughs> Stupid. Hateful. Right? Okay. Yeah. I know. Gross. Isn't that? I learned that on the TikTok from a youth, and I am. <laughs> Still upset. I learned it like last week and I talked about it. Anyway, uh, that movie's great. But that's, I think that's about the end of yeah. all of this. This has been so much fun, Dylan. You were fantastic. Kiss, yeah, thank kiss, you bang, very bang, much, everybody. Y'all. Thank you. I yes, appreciate it. Thanks um, for having me on. Um, yeah, it's been wonderful. Always, Love yeah. it. Always, always an opportunity to talk about Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. You know, that's where I'm at. I'm going to go watch it. All of this, everybody bringing in movies, uh, anytime they bring in something, I've watched most of them because they end up selling me on it. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Um, is there anything you would like to promote or your social media or anything that you would like to share? No, um, I, uh, it, it's little Jack Horner on Instagram. So yeah, just go, go follow me. I have nothing to promote. I'm just kind of like, you know, hanging out. That's okay. (laughs) There's not a ton of stuff happening. It's pretty great. So yeah. (laughs) You can post your vaccine selfie at some point and everybody will cheer for you. (laughs) But that's been our show. Um, Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, go ahead and uh, give us a subscribe, a rating, a comment. Um, You can shit on Billy if you want to in the comments. That's my favorite. Um, (laughs) Or just say, Dagny's better at what a pitch. Give up, Billy. No. This Um, this turn, this has gone to your head. (laughs) Two episodes ago, you were like, I'm so bad. And now I'm being just bullied. (laughs) Yes, yes, of course. Or you can call me a bully in the comments. I will take it personally and be very sad. But um, leave a review, any of those things. Also, feel free to email us with your hot take. Or if you just want to say hello um, at poptimistpod at gmail.com. Um, you can spell it based on the logo um, or Optimus with a P. Anyway, um, that's about it. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. Sounds great. You did, it's, you know, it's, it's a show yeah. and it's good. All right. Well, so long, everybody. Say goodbye, friends. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.